Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Tud. And I'm Obert. I see that the whiteboard is still not complete. <laughs> uh, we're working on it. You know, you know what you it's like. Rush art. Gov- I see no progress since last week. <laughs> well, it's you know, dr- uh, whiteboarders block. It happens to everybody. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I, I was going to make progress on, on Saturday. I ran out of time on Saturday and Sunday. I went for like a 15 hour hike, so didn't didn't get it done. I was too busy with work today. Well, today's but, Monday. Yeah, I know you work yeah. from home. Yeah, but he has to, yeah. I'm sure he has to do work. I have to do work. <laughs> for his sleeping, boss who's be... listening. Wink, wink. I knew I knew the second we got on this call that this is going to be the first thing that Ted wanted to talk about <laughs> as opposed to talking about um his homebrew competition it's true right. but that's because that's what i want to hear about in my defense i was distracted by the sign that says under construction behind you that <laughs> you know, what am i supposed it's to say ju- it's the only thing it's I just see. a bright orange sign i don't know how it could be that distracting <laughs> they're waiting on some federal grants to come in you know they just they, yeah there's not it's, you know not in the budget well, well the, the supply shortage, yeah, really. The materials are still on a boat from China. The whiteboard markers. <laughs> Hashtag rip whiteboard. <laughs> the whiteboard is dead. So, tell us about the homebrew competition. Well, no, I wanted, I'm waiting for this, the, the whiteboard to be done. I will tell you about the homebrew competition oh, okay, okay. when you're done with the whiteboard. All right, we're going to pause the podcast for about 20 minutes while I uh, do the next phase of the masterpiece. Okay, we're back. Um, whiteboard <laughs> is done now, and uh, it looks beautiful. Todd has 115 tally marks. No, I mean, well, I mean, it, which is third place, but still pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I have um, 15 million six hundred thirty-eight thousand, <laughs> and uh, Chris has several quadrillion tally marks. Thank you. So. Yes, thank you. Um, yeah, it looks great. Honestly, I mean. Yeah. Uh, some some may like I I'd be wary to post a picture on the Instagram because I'm afraid the Louvre is going to come and take it and put it I mean, put mm. it in there. Uh, we're not playing rip, how the Louvre works. We're, we're not playing clicker t- heroes. We all know that I am the ultimate drinking champion. I'm gonna rip down the Mona Lisa and put this on uh-huh. instead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sure, it's a beauty, but now we don't have to talk about the whiteboard anymore, <laughs> ever, ever again. Ever again. <laughs> Oh, man. So many time marks. I'm so good at this game. I'm just disappointed yeah. in you, Ober. I expected more. Well, all this uh, whiteboard under construction sure has made me thirsty. S- sucks for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but so what do you want to know about the beer festival? How'd you do? So I came in second place. No way. Congratulations. I knew that, Thank but you. I was acting surprised. Yeah, somebody, <laughs> somebody posted it on the Instagram today. I was I was just so proud of you, Todd. I wanted to share it with all of our followers. Um, it's that's awesome. I mean, for someone who you know, I, I don't know what the competition was like. Uh, you've only brewed like a handful of beer batches. That's a really remarkable feat to basically blow away almost the rest of the competition. Yeah. So so there were um, sixteen competitors. About you know, I think I would say about seventy people showed up to taste the beer and out of those 16 competitors i came in second in the judging competition including almost having a perfect score by one of the judges so out of a possible 35 that judge gave me a 34 the lowest oh, wow, score wow. I, 
The lowest score I got was a 19. Um, and everything else was somewhere around between like a 23 to a 27. And then on top of that, for People's Choice, the person who won People's Choice was also the person who beat me uh, for the overall competition. Mm. And she had 11 votes and I had 10. So I only uh, lost out by okay. one vote on People's Choice. So listeners, if you were thinking about going to Labyrinth on Saturday and you didn't, you're the reason why <laughs> Todd didn't win People's Choice. Yep, it's true. That's right. That's right. Um, that's no, crazy. but in, actu- in actuality, the, the beer that beat mine was was the beer I thought was actually the best out of all. Um, okay. Okay. So, okay. So did you you voted for them for People's Choice? No, I voted for myself. <laughs> oh, you're allowed to do that. You're okay. allowed to vote for yourself. Uh, well, if, if even if you weren't, you're not going to vote for the best one because everybody's voted for the best one. <laughs> right. Strategic so, People's Choice voting. So Strategism. I. So yeah. So I I, I came in second um, all around everywhere you looked. Uh, and the only reason I knew I came in second on People's Choice because you weren't really supposed to know. But I was standing right, like, our tables were right next to each other. So I heard her say 11, and then they were like, well, count yours. And I'm not going to lie, I almost two said 11, just just so there was a tie. <laughs> um, but I saw 10, and I didn't want to lie. So I said 10, and yeah, I lost by one. Here. Yeah. Uh, well, at least you were honest about it. Right. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so um, I, won a, I won a gift card, and I got a trophy. Um... The winning beer was a watermelon lemon uh, summer ale. So it was a little bit sour, a little bit watermelony. I had, nice. I think, two whole watermelons in it. I was talking to her. She's part of some brew club that I've debated joining in the past. Uh, so I, I got kind of recruited by some of the members again this past weekend and, you know, still leaning towards joining. That's yeah. cool. That would be cool. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, you I assume you tried all the beers. Like, I, did I you did. think... In, in your in your mind, did you think your beer was second best? I know it's hard because you're very critical. You're very critical on your own stuff. I know, but um, maybe I, I it was definitely in the top three. There was one other one that okay. was a lemon. It was a lemongrass saison that oh. was pretty good. Um, that sounds good. It at time so I had it two different times because I was trying to make a decision on where mine fit in, and I knew it was behind the watermelon beer. Uh, the the lemongrass saison. Sometimes, like the first time I had it, it was very good. The second time I had it, I got a little bit too much sweetness, which I don't okay. like in my saisons. So I would argue that yes, mine was either probably second or third best out of the beers there. That's um, pretty cool, though. Nice. Yeah. 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 One of the other guys next to me had a jalapeno beer that was pretty good as well. Uh, the issue is, and I, I told him this because he was at because he was pissed that he did not win. Uh, so he's part of the same brew club. So he actually was sharing the table with the girl who won. Um, oh. he was, he was angry that he didn't place. And so, you know, he kind of got a little bit of a, an attitude with me at one point, And I said, well, you know, if you added a little bit more jalapenos, I bet you that your beer would have probably done better. He, he didn't add enough. So it wasn't spicy. Like you couldn't taste the jalapeno. That was uh, maybe like, add like habanero or something. I mean, if he would have just added maybe some more seeds or, you know, mm-hmm. another jalapeno probably would have been fine, but it was just with all the other beers that were there and there were three different pepper beers there was a ghost pepper beer a poblano okay. beer and then his jalapeno beer his didn't stand out enough because it wasn't hot enough um neither was the ghost pepper one and neither was the the poblano one that was my big issue with the three pepper beers is it's like you you missed the boat on having a pepper beer like if i'm gonna have the right. beer i want i want to know like i want it to take, be like jalapeno jack from from fat orange cat where mm-hmm. you're aware you you're drinking it. a spicy beer like right 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 hmm. Dang. It sounds like there was quite the uh, different 
different selection of beers there that people made. It sounds like there was everything all across the spectrum, as long as it had a fruit and or a vegetable in it. Um, well, so, so some of the more unique ones, somebody did like a mint stout, which I was afraid was going to be too um, toothpaste-y. Mm, I've never it, heard of mint stout before. That's cool. Yeah, it, it wasn't. It actually was very well blended. Um, there was a sourdough pretzel sour. That's interesting. That sounds tough to pull off. It was tough to pull off, but I would tell you that the guy did a great job. Um, oh wow! I guess the year, I guess last year he did a sourdough pretzel stout, uh, chocolate that, covered. Yeah, like, that seems pretzel mo- stout. like okay. That and, seems like a easier beer to make. Yeah, yeah, and so this year he he wanted to do the sour, and I will say that he pulled it off. It actually tasted kind of like a goza. Um, oh, so that's that's kind of where he was like aiming for, and it, it did pull off sourdough pretzel beer very very well. There were a few others that were. They were okay. There was one that was kind of, that was very similar to mine. That was a pineapple coconut beer. That uh, they had Labyrinth has like those frozen alcohol dispensers through the beer slushies. Yeah, that a lot of breweries have now. So they have a pina colada one. So at the end, they ordered a pina colada and then topped it off with their beer, and that was really good. Nice. So yeah, so they were, it, overall a pretty good showing by all all involved parties. Um, you know, I don't think there was a bad beer in the building. There wasn't any that I was like, no, nah, I'm never going to, I wouldn't drink that again. That's crazy because the, the way you were talking, you're like, definitely I was in the top three. I thought that you, you were kind of implying that like half of them were stinkers. Right. But the fact that they were all good really says something. Yeah, they were like, you know, there wasn't a bad, like, there wasn't an undrinkable beer. Some unique mixes, like somebody did a, this kind of reminded me of Chris, somebody did a blueberry pineapple IPA where okay. I know Chris was trying to, to sell me on doing a brownie IPA, but I just I, I kind of thought about name this. name for it and everything. <laughs> oh, but a blueberry, blueberries in an IPA, I, I don't recommend it. I think the guy did a very good job of pulling it off. It was almost kind of like a sour IPA. Yeah. But it didn't, like the beer was purple. Um, It just didn't, it wasn't very IPA-ish. And then I will say that out of all the beers there, I would recommend people never, don't bring bottled beers to a beer festival as your serving method. I, I think the, the keg was the way to go. Um, you know, much easier to serve, much easier for people to, to taste, doesn't go mm. flat, and you have no no chance of, like, you know, a bottle bomb. Right. Or being overcarbonated, you just crack it and it just fizzes everywhere. Right. That or have the bottom fall out like the, like the beer that I gave you. Right. Forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> the, the grenade. Yeah. Oh, that was a while ago. But so are you going to compete next year, you think? Are you already coming up with ideas of what you're going to make for the next homebrew? I think so. I think I'm going to have to I think I'm going to have to re-enter and and try it. Um, you know, it'll be a different grain bill next year, so it'll be interesting to see how that works itself out, but I I I probably I mean, I think I have to, right? I mean, if you come in second, you have to go back. Yeah. I think so, yeah. That's that's pretty cool though. Well, congratulations again. We are very proud of you here mm-hmm. on the podcast. Well, thank you. Yep. Um, everybody's had PBR. Now, now look out for uh, TSM, Tud's Silver Medal. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where are we going with this? <laughs> uh, so, wait, hold on. One quick follow-up. So they're going. So if I under, if I remember correctly, they're going to brew the watermelon beer that won, right? Correct. Okay, man, you're listen. We're sponsored by these guys. They should they should just brew your beer too. Throw it in I a mean, couple cans. I really wish uh, I knew how many points I lost by in like the judging vote. Right. Yeah. I would love mm. to know that. Or do you not want to know? No, I'd like to know. <laughs> what if it's like what half point? <laughs> I mean, it is what it is at that or point. Or like forty points. <laughs> 
either way. <laughs> I mean, he was still second, though. That's so, I mean, like... Right. But, I mean, okay, well, that's interesting. Um, well, Labyrinth, obviously... Oh, also, we want to say the results were not skewed by our our sponsorship via labyrinth brewing company so right it was do- uh, it was done with uh with with you know a panel of eight judges who didn't know who right. was whose beers were who um you know i will point out i did think there was one bit of controversy uh, oh oh we did hear this part the head of the bre- the beer club that mm. these people were from that one was one of the judges Oh, oh yeah. So that's a little that's a little gross. That's a little nasty. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I mean, I think a president of a homebrew club is probably going to be a pretty good judge of what good quality beer is. I I agree. And good quality homebrews. Yeah. I agree. But he, knew, you know, being being the the head of the they meet monthly. So being oh, yeah. head of the club, they've met in the past six weeks that we've. Yeah, had yeah. He's known. Oh, what are you gonna brew? What are you gonna brew? Correct. So, am I claiming that there was some controversy? No. Am I? Do I think there's a conspiracy? Starting some controversy. (laughs) Do I think there's a conspiracy theory against me? Maybe. But I will say it's it's awfully fishy. You know, if I if I put my conspiracy theorist hat on, I would say (laughs) that you know, if both of them, both the two entrants got. He also did help set up their their table, so he was very well aware of like what their beers were. Right. So mm. if their beers both got you know perfect scores by this guy or near perfect scores, mm. did they deserve it? I'll let well, I'll let you listeners be the judge. I've already made I've made it up. I'm writing. <laughs> I'm writing it right now. To be on uh, the the judge's side for just a little bit here, I think no. one there's Dead eight judges, eight judges. So you know. He didn't have a lot of, like, he had some weight, but it wasn't, like, overwhelming weight. Two, you said you thought it was very clear who, that, who the best beer was. I, and I agree. And three, the people's choice backed it up, too, right? The people's and the judges were aligned. So, you know, that kind of says something. But too. How, many, how many of those guild members were in the audience? <gasps> Ooh. Oh, my goodness. I think. Uh, listen, I th- I think we got a conspiracy on our hands. Where's my tinfoil hat? I need it. Just saying, if she if if her winning score was like you know two hundred and mine was like one ninety five, and he gave her a thirty five and only gave me a twenty six, then he single handedly swung the vote. Right. We need a we need a recount. Oh man. So I just, don't know. I'm inclined to believe you got second fair and square, but listen, I'm I'm happy with coming in second. I'm just. Just saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Got to leave something out there for you to go f- next year to uh, to achieve even harder. Well, now he's going to be part of the guild, so he's in with the cool crowd. He's exactly. Get all those bonus right. bonus bo- bonus votes. Well, so what's funny is there were two guilds there, and uh, the other both tried to recruit me, but I feel like I have oh. to go with the guild that won because they won, right? Like, mm. like you know, in a battle of whose guild was the best guild, mm. one guild clearly came out on top yeah the guy who came in third third place runner-up for people's choice or no for overall third third place for overall came or did come from the other guild so okay and you're oh and so you're, it wasn't so, like the one group swept no so he he came in third i came in second and then the other guild came in first so in a battle of guild to guild i was amongst i i should start my own guild <laughs> I think so. I think there needs to be a third gang of, of brewers here to start this turf war. 
Oh, man. A hot free agent in, in the brewing scene. All right, listen. Really? They recruited like crazy during the event. They were like, hey, come. You know, they're like, where do you live? And like the other guild is in like Bristol. And then the guild that won is in like Vernon. And Vernon's a lot closer to me. And I was right. like... I was like, you guys are really, like, they're really competing. And then the, one of the guys from the guild, like, lives in my town and was like, you should come over and we should drink beer. I'm like, I feel like I'm being, like, recruited into, like, a, a mob here. <laughs> but It's all about who you know at the homebrew competitions. It's true. It's true. But I did have a lot of fun. Um, I would be interested in trying to do not only the Labyrinth one again, but, I th- you know, I do need to try doing an all-grain brew myself. And I think it might be fun to possibly enter a, a beer festival, uh... Or a homebrew competition where I had to do the whole thing on my own. There you go. Yeah. I don't think I can ever yeah. recreate that beer, though, because something happened to make it 4.9 or 4.9% ABV. Was yours the only one that was that low? There was one other one that was 5.5, but mine was by far the lowest. Okay. Interesting. Mine was also the first beer to hmm. kick. I was going to ask um, if there was any left. Yeah. It, I was the first. My, my keg was the first keg to kick uh, just because everybody wanted to drink it. We had people nice. bouncing back and forth between me and her quite often, trying to figure out which one they wanted to vote for. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah, you were like the Costco samples where people just kept coming back. <laughs> well, they, they were like, yeah, they only made us pour like you know an, an ounce or two of beer. Um, and so she was, she kicked like very close to when I kicked. It was very like weird. We were, we were both like, yeah, we're out. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So it did it was like two titans battling in an arena. It was very close like the entire time. <laughs> That's pretty Very cool. Very cool. I like that. That's neat. Well, I think it's time we start uh, drinking our own beers and reviewing them. Right. Um, if you guys don't mind, I'll, I'd like to kick it off this week. I got my beer here. And um, this is uh, from a four-pack that Chris bought and traded me for one of. <laughs> this is the Eurisco. He left us. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, nice. yeah. You didn't get to drink that at the brewery because you were not feeling the greatest. Exactly. Yeah. Um, this is actually, I think this is the first time I'm going to have a Eurisco beer. I think I might have had like, I had like a little, I had like a half pint. Yeah, of, I thought you had a like, pour or a half pour, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had like a half pint of like a very light lager or something like that. But, it was, like a wheat ale, I don't remember. But. It was also 900 degrees Some in the brewery because the, the air conditioner was out. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it was warm, but um, this is a Jurassic Park-themed beer he left us. You can see the T-Rex in the background. Yeah. The Risco logo. Um, dry hopped hazy IPA, it says. So, Galaxy Sabro Chinook. Not like the hop blend I'm craziest about, but we'll, uh, we'll dive in. We'll see what we got here. It's beer 30, and I'm thirsty. I've been working like a dog all week long, so maybe something cold won't hurt me. Cause it's beer 30, and it's time to party. Yeah, baby. Oh, couldn't, can't forget about beer 30, of course. Well, you, you kept on talking, and I was like, how do I fit this in? <laughs> I know. I was like waiting. I was, I think we were both like trying to find the right opportunity to, uh, to let the sound drop. Don't worry. Drop, I'll just, next time I'll just you crush it. you with sound. There we go. Okay, so actually, I don't know. I don't, know, I don't know. Well, I'll do my beer review, then I want Chris to weigh in a little bit if he's had some of these. But it smells a little skunky, so I'm not too sure. This is, again, from our Asheville trip. This is the beer I drank um, piss warm. This is the one that cracked <laughs> that uh, uh-huh. uh, when we were packing up the beers, we had an accident, and one of them got, like, a pinhole leak, and I think Todd uh, 
had to crack it and pour it into a cup or something. I yep, it so. was spraying everywhere, and I attempted to drink. I drank most of it, and it was. I don't know what the temperature of Airbnb was, but it wasn't the coldest Airbnb in the world. Um, <laughs> it was not, no. No, it was not. And I uh, I did yeoman's work, and I tried to drink most of it, but I was three days into a drinking fest, hungover, and I couldn't. I don't think I could drink at all. You did You did try, though. You did your best, which is all anyone can ask. Uh, you silver medaled drinking that beer, I'll say. <laughs> Just always second place, never the winner. <laughs> so pour is nice and hazy, for sure. Um beautiful hazy ipa colored seeing a little bit of light but you definitely still get hit by a car oh yeah coming through you would definitely the t-rex goner t-rex would eat you yeah Mm -hmm. but they might not they might not see you because of the lack of the light going through maybe they couldn't see the see you moving it's a t-rex safety feature built into the beer (laughs) yeah Yeah, you might be okay from a t-rex with this beer depends on if you're a deer running from a car or a human running from a t-rex you know i kind of like this being a, i, I kind of like this change to a t-rex scale instead this is, this is more fun this yeah way. but um canned two six so ooh, it's old old, old for an ipa that's actually even old when we bought it wow i know um and like i said it smells a little skunky but we'll see hopefully that doesn't translate to a bad mouth taste mm. um all right cheers Okay, it's uh, better than my first nose impressions. I'll say that. Despite being basically half a year old at this point, it has When maintained... you put it that way, that's, that's rough. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is almost August at this point, but it has maintained some of its hop characteristics. The floral juicy notes have definitely waned quite a bit, but I get a fair amount of bitterness, and I think... Maybe that skunky smell I was getting might just be the uh, bitterness from the Sabro hops that I was really experiencing. Because I feel like Sabro's not a very, not an especially floral hop variety. I don't know. All I know is it's not usually one that I go to. Um, it's pretty straightforward for an IPA. Um, it's only 6% ABV. It's like a single IPA. Um Nothing too crazy. If if I was given this glass, if I was given this beer in like a blackout glass or like if I couldn't see what it was, I wouldn't really be able to tell you. It was especially hazy. It tastes much more like a filtered IPA. Do you, now, do you enjoy that in your hazy IPAs for them to taste more filtered? No. Um, I I want the hop, the hop goodness in there. I like those little microscopic hop bits that give me the, uh, I don't know if it's the Pringles or the hop burn on your throat. Or just, like I said, maybe it's because of the age, but just the more citrusy, juicy aromas and flavors. Mm. But it's a little lacking in this. Just to let you know, the Sabro Hop is a three on the citrus scale, a three on the herbal scale, a one on the stone fruit scale, and a two on the floral scale. What does the scale go to? Five. Okay. That's that's helpful. I should yeah. probably tell you what I'm going out of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i thought I, well, I thought for 10 maybe for a little bit but so no grass uh, yeah no grassy no 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 uh tropical no berry uh one spice no pine and resin yeah so it sounds like a pretty middle of the road pretty mario in uh mario kart take <laughs> a hop. 
but uh, it's I should say it's also paired with Galaxy and Chinook, so it's not like it's a Sabro single hop bill, but um, pretty basic beer. Nothing to write home about, but um, you know, it's a three. It's a solid three and a half. Okay. Decent. Yeah. Well, let's say that. Um, okay, so I guess I guess to be fair, I should guess the average, and then we can hear what Chris has to say. About yes. This beer. I don't want him uh, influencing. Nice try. What what he thought about this beer of that having it gone in a cargo hold of an airplane and waiting <laughs> an extra month to drink. Uh, so, yeah, nice try. So trying I, to trying to cheater, <laughs> cheater, cheater, uh, craft beer guild me. <laughs> um, out of ninety three check ins, wow. What do you Not think? A lot. You I was have? gonna guess like ten to a hundred times more than that. Nope, just 93. You could also oh. try to guess Chris's rating, too, if you'd like. But you get no points for that. Yeah, I get no points for that. Um, I'm going to guess that this beer gets a 3.91, and Chris gave it a 3.75. Wrong on both accounts. Okay. What so was it? Chris gave it a 4.0. Uh, yeah, I was leaning I was leaning that way, but and then round it down. The untapped rating is uh, 3.76. Okay. Okay. Or... So we call it the Lisbon rating. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I like that. I like that. The Lisbon rating. <laughs> so what was I? Point one five off. Point one five. Yeah. Yeah. Leave it. Leave it a little room. Yeah, some wiggle room in there for sure. So, so Chris, let's let's hear. What do you? Uh, what do you have to say? For yeah, what do you remember about this beer? So, and t- Ted, what did you think about it when it was warm? <laughs> <laughs> so I can tell you this. I I am not the person to ask because I probably I drank this beer under probably the worst conditions <laughs> under. Dress. <laughs> yeah. It was during it was during one of Chris's you know <laughs> elongated shower sessions where I was like I just wanted to like leave. Is, and Chris was showering. Yeah, this was us checking out of the Airbnb. Right, right, like right. the last day, we're just haggard and like done. Yep, yep. And here um, here so, I was <laughs> chugging a beer. It's warm and all over the ground. Um, I I thought it was good. I thought it was good. It was definitely better than. It, it, I don't know if it was just seemed more fresh or it was more fresh when I drank it. Now, yes, yours has gone through a trip in the airplane, etc. Uh, but I thought it was pretty good. I actually remember, like, I don't know if I texted you guys, but I was like, man, this is, like, a solid beer. Um, I mean, I was sitting with you in that? your defense. I said I was sitting with you in your defense. Didn't you no, have it at the brewery? I, I think I did have it at the brewery, but it was actually, I felt I thought it was better at, out of the can, which is weird. Like, uh, I remember okay. being like, it was good. Um that's why I bought it. Plus, uh, I the, the, he left us. I nerded out about that with the guy for a, a hot second. But like, um, also, but, you know, I thought I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I thought it 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 did it didn't really fall off a lot. So I didn't look at the can date. So I assume it's two six or or maybe it's from the same four pack. Yeah, so it would be maybe hard six not to two. Do. Maybe maybe they did the 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 British numbers. It says yeah, it could be it could be day month year. Hour, minute, second. Because I remember him saying, like, I, I vividly remember this guy telling us that it was a fresh batch. I don't know. I don't know. Because I, I think he said, I think he said this was just canned. And I think, and you were like, oh, does that have to do with with Jurassic Park? And he was like, yeah. And you were like, oh. And I was like, I have no idea what the hell you guys are talking about. And then you went, <laughs> then you went. That's when the girl sits there and she goes, he left us. He left us. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not what I'm gonna do. Um. But anyways. Uh. So I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I gave it a I gave it a four, like I said. But maybe it fell off over the last I don't know four to six weeks, however long that was now. Um, maybe it fell off a little bit, and you know IPAs don't always hold up the best over time. Right. 
So, but anyways, Eurisco was a cool spot, even though the AC didn't work and we were all hungover. I'd like to go back when the AC worked. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I got, I bought a bottle of their stout, uh, which I'm going to sell her a little bit. Right. Uh, Keep on. Maybe it'll be an episode 250 beer. Who knows? Ooh. And and I'm sure Obert would like to go back when he wasn't feeling like total trash. Yeah. Yep, that was a not bueno morning for me. Very true. I think they all were pretty bad. (laughs) That was like your like bad day though. That was like that was that was the day that I had like that was the top five hangover of all time. I mean, it took struggle bus was struggling. It took you. I got ran over by the struggle bus. The struggle bus. The struggle bus needed a struggle tow truck. Like that's. (laughs) (laughs) I think it took you until we made it to. Until Wicked Weed, I think, was until you you had recovered. Yeah, I think you're right. Like that the, was, the uh, real, rec- a... not the Funkatorium, the real one. And then, then Chris started to go downhill. And then we had to drag yeah. him back by going to a concert. Mm. Yeah, we all went through phases those days. Yeah. And then, then the end of the night, we were all having fun at Metallica. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. Very true. Uh, but yeah, I'm retired from hangovers now. I think I decided. Just no done. More. We're done. Just done with it. Done with the hangovers. I don't, all believe, right, so... I don't believe you have a choice. <laughs> yeah, just drink less. That's uh, that's my choice. It's true, but I don't think you have a choice. Like you, <laughs> you have the illusion of choice. Fair, very fair. All right, so who's drinking next? I'll go next. Why not? Great. Sure. What do you got for us this week? <laughs> Chris, I noticed now. I just noticed that you make the same exact sound every time you reach into the fridge. <laughs> it's his beer sound. It really is. Well, it's funny because like when he streams, it's like also <laughs> he makes the same sound. I usually edit it out, but I think from now on I'm going to leave it in for our listeners. That'll just be a little treat for them. Oh man! Well, uh, did I tell you guys that I have a laugh? Did I say did I say this on stream? I don't know if I remember if I did. I, it might have been on stream. Kiwi says I have a laugh, and uh, that is. Uh, iconic in 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 her household and i'm like really okay interesting um so there you go well you have i think you have like three different laughs i've got a i've got a couple laughs i got three in my yeah. three in my arsenal yeah um all right so i have a blast from the past uh you know it's it's the middle of of, of Ju- july almost august end of july almost august and you know prime summer camp season right we're all in summer mm. camp right now um, I'm visualizing it. And what's what's everybody's favorite thing about summer camp? Of course, the s'mores. <laughs> nope, the, nope, wrong, incorrect. The the bug juice. Closer, closer. <laughs> your high C uh, uh, juice box. Your high C fruit. Punch, okay, right. Like yeah, yeah. I already have this on the podcast. <laughs> no, not this one. But I one have. You did the ecto cooler. High one. Creek from Sugar Creek Ooh. Brewing Company, which is a fruit punch sour ale. That looks tasty. And, um, yeah, and as you can see, it has, like, passed out fruits all over. Like, dead I thought that was all a, over the... I thought that was Yoshi over. on the back. Nope, I think it's just a murdered pear. It's a murdered pear, yes. Yes, that's what it is. But, uh, but yeah, so this is Sugar Creek uh, Brewing Company, which is out of Charlotte, actually. This is one that I have not been to. Um, but Dana saw the, uh, the, the can and then was like, oh, it's pretty cool. So, six point six. Point zero percent ABV, um, but yeah, let's let's let's. Since we're in summer camp, it's lunchtime. We've already finished our 
sandwich. I don't know what you guys say. So <laughs> what, what, what do children eat? <laughs> <laughs> what do kids eat? <laughs> and now it's time to enjoy some a fresh, cold, high sea. See, look, I'm painting a word picture for y'all. Um, yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one, yeah. Chris and I went to summer camp together. We did, a long time ago. Uh, one of the activities <laughs> I remember from the dining hall was seeing which table could drink the most milk by stacking <laughs> the milk, the, the quart milk gallons this or milk containers. disgusting. <laughs> so imagine, right, like a long, skinny, rectangular quart of milk. <laughs> they had to be quarts. There's no way they were half gallons, but they might have been. Who knows? And we would make, like, Lincoln Log <laughs> yes. Towers. Oh, my God. And see who could get the highest tower of milk. Oh and uh, how many people were in each group? Oh, I don't know. Uh, at a table, know. probably eight. Golly, that was so funny. That was so long ago. But uh, when you asked me, <laughs> I almost said milk when you asked me what I think about when I think about summer camp, and I was like, no one would get this, but Chris. <laughs> oh lordy! Uh, wow, that is um, that is that is very. Very long time ago. Some stuff I haven't remembered in a long time. I just um, feel bad for your camp counselors for having you know, eight <laughs> kids drink gallons upon gallons of milk. And <laughs> then being outside in the summer heat, I can't imagine it ended well for a lot of you guys. Yeah, I don't know what we were thinking. No, I mean, I mean me neither. We also spent one summer um, tying our, our, uh, our, what are they called? Our swim towels around our necks and pretending we were superheroes. So, <laughs> so we. Yeah, I don't these know. are the choices the children make. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, troop seventy three was. Uh, we were like the redneck troop. I ha- we had to have been. Like, there's I no way. So. There's no way we were an esteemed troop in the Boy Scout community. But anyway, I now see why my family did or my parents did not allow me to join your your troop, and I had to join a different troop. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would have been fun. It would have been so much fun. All right, so I had it poured here. It is pretty red. Pretty red, but looks like high C. But no head. Like even when I poured it, the head was minimal. Just and like high immediate, C. Immediately dissipated. <laughs> high um, C levels of head on this beer. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, we got we got another holy beer here. So I yeah. think it would like confuse the T Rex. <sighs> like the T Rex would not be able to sit, not be able to locate you. I, I think if this means something. Um, also, you're gonna get hit by a car. Uh, you'll know it's coming, but that would be the worst part of it. You know. Um, you, you wouldn't be able to dodge it. Um, so here it is. Let's 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 give it a give it a try. Take me back a million years. Got a sweet smell to it. I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. I'm not gonna lie to you. I've had I had one can out of this four pack already, but I had had it after a number of different beers. So I think I had my beer my beer taste buds on. You know, like everything mm. tastes better after a few beers. Because um, this isn't as good as I remember it being. Now that being said, it's not bad. I remember it being like, whoa, this is like high C. Uh, <laughs> um, but I did not. Uh, yeah, it's not it's not quite the same. Uh, it's definitely way more, way more uh, bitter, way more sour. You definitely get more sour than I than sweetness. You do get some, um, like towards the back end. Like I mean, it still tastes like fruit punch. It doesn't taste bad, um, but like you almost expect more sweetness. Um, and like that sip was a little better. Maybe there's some acclimation going on in my mouth, but uh, it's 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 solid. I mean, it's not. It's like 
trying to think. Like, if you had a high sea fruit punch and then turned it into a beer and made it sour, that's, like, kind of what it would taste like, you know? Um, that's, I think, exactly what I would ask for <laughs> yeah. out of that beer. Yeah. Mission accomplished. Um, I would say maybe uh, to, like, pluck on the reminiscent, reminiscent heartstrings, um, maybe you do need a little bit more of that sweetness, but it's still not bad. Like, it's, it's relatively refreshing. Um, like, I could drink this on a, a, a hot, sunny day, which it is just all the time now. Um, Am I out of the ballpark if I say I was never a high C fan? No. I think that's a perfectly valid opinion. Yeah. Did you have the hugs? Were you a hug guy? I, I used to have Most the hugs the when I was a child. Yeah. I used uh, to have those yeah. as a child, but they used to like have like a weird like burning flavor to them too. Like It burned like the back of your throat. <laughs> Just like, tasted like burn. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that like a lot of the stuff we ingested as children was not supposed to be ingested by children. This one tastes like Windex. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> they gotta put special chemicals to get the colors that bright. Yeah, that's how you. That's how you get blue. I mean, geez. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I remember. You can't get that electric green without a little bit of burning. <laughs> I remember drinking like freezy pops too, and like they always had like an interesting chemically flavor to them as well. Did you say drink freezy pops? Yeah. Like. Well, like they would like melt, and then you would like drink like. Oh, the liquid. okay, okay. I thought I just mm-hmm. honestly I imagined Todd. Cutting the tops off of these unfrozen pops. Seven. Shooting them. I mean, straight from the grocery store, just drinking room temperature. This would, this would explain why I was. This would explain why I'm so come fat. Get your child. Just straight diabetes. Taking a mess. No, I'm not done with my frizzy pop. Oh, Lord. Um, but this is good. Um, I like. I, I wish it was better. You know, I wish it was better. <sighs> man, I mean, I'm gonna give it a three seven five. I mean, it's not bad. It it's definitely it's definitely a beer. Like I think you should try just because it's like pulls on those nostalgia, etc. Um, Is it c- b- burning flavor or sans? Well, I guess High C never had a burning flavor. No, no. I mean, this one does have a little bit of a kick to it because it's got the uh, it's, it, it is it is sour. It is pretty sour. It's got it's you know not quite like pucker but it's definitely above it's probably like a five on the sour scale like you know, okay you know in, in this in the sour apple range yeah 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 it's not quite it's not quite a, a, a seven it's, it's not quite sour apple but it's sour apple <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's between sour apple and sour apple exactly <laughs> all right well i have it here on untapped um there are 1494 check-ins of this beer oh wow that's a lot that's a lot um that's that's more than I thought that was gonna be. Um, I think they're gonna be right around where I'm at. Maybe, maybe a little bit lower than me. Um, I'm gonna say three. I'm gonna say three seven two. Good enough to get on the board. Leaving some room for Todd. Damn. With a three point eight one. Oh man. Yeah. Damn. 0.09 off. Damn it. I mean, I mean, if there's anything that this past weekend has proven is that I am truly the man of the people. Uh, see. I talked myself out of it. Damn it! High check when I when it's a when it's a local brewery with more check ins. I I freak myself out now, and I don't know mm-hmm. why. I don't know why. I originally was I originally was in the three eights, but no, I talked myself down. You got the yips. I did. I, I it's right. That's right. I do have the yips. That's all right. That's okay. Yeah. Tud's Tud's gonna be fun. off by. I'd like to try it. over a point. I think if Tud brings a good beer and it's like a, like a average is like between a 405 and a 4.4 4, 
Like he's going to be able to get it pretty easy. Yeah. Like the the higher the average is, I think the easier it is to get pretty close to it. I I tend to agree, and, and yeah. since I live in Connecticut, it's it's kind of hard to bring you a do beer. <laughs> bring the good beers, the best beers, I think, of the three co-hosts. But um, and this week's not going to be any different. Ooh. So on my adventures across the state, I stopped into Twelve Percent to pick up um a box of uh barrel aged stouts that I had pre ordered uh, from from Bar from Barclay Brewing Company. Now, I don't think I've heard of them before. I think I had one of their stouts before on the podcast, but I'm not entirely sure. Um, maybe not. But I did not bring one of those stouts today because I had just gotten them. Uh, they're not. They you know I have not. I've not even really opened the box that they came in yet. I kind of cracked it to see what it looked like and then then put it down. Um, I'll come another day with. Okay, those. so you you definitely pulled a bait and switch on us so far. Well, <laughs> right. So I while I was there, I did notice that Barclay uh, did have another beer that I could bring to the podcast. And that is an IPA, and it's called Vibrations. Um, this one's, apparently this is their IPA series, and this one's with Nelson Savion. And so, uh, Barclay Brewing Company originally was a brewing company out of Chicago, and the guy, Brian Barclay, moved from Chicago to Connecticut. And so now he, I mean, I think he's he has a, a daytime job, but he brews out of 12% now, and so 12%'s been releasing a lot of his beers up here the guy i i wanted to have this on tap at the brewery but the brewery had just kicked its keg so i just bought a four pack to go and i said all right well i'll get to try try it today anyways because i'll just bring it to the podcast so what this is is vibrations is one of the the brewery's base new england ipas uh, in this series we'll explore in the use of single hops each will be double dry hop to bring an abundance of flavor to the bright cl- or to the bright base enjoy fresh with friends slante what is that so I think it's pronounced uh, Solanche. Solanche. It's uh, it's like Gaelic for cheers. Ah, okay. So this is a, uh, as I said, it's an IPA. It weighs in at six point five percent ABV. Um, this can happens to be green. It kind of reminds me a little of like an other half style can, where it's kind of plain but kind of has some like funky colors in it. Or yeah. Like some like metallic colors. But I'm I'm excited to try this because the guys at the brewery were like, this is a really good beer. Like. You know, they were like, sorry it kicked, but we do have it in four packs. So, I'm in. I have a feeling it's going to pour just like a normal New England IPA. Super hazy. And look at that. I was right. Oh, looks like your standard... Todd Cleo strikes again. Yeah. <laughs> looks like your standard New England IPA. Here's my uh, my glass from the, the Wart Brewing Competition. It says Labyrinth 2022 Wart Championship. It has the, the Minotaur on the back. Nice. Yeah. And I'll see a silver medal on there. No, the silver medal is sitting on my... Uh, sitting on my couch right I now. honestly am surprised you didn't wear it to the recording. <laughs> <laughs> just the I sil- would have. Just the silver medal, nothing else. That's it. Nothing below the silver medal. Draw me like one of your French girls. <laughs> yeah. Um, on the nose, it smells like a Nelson Savion hop. Um, piney, resiny, some some earthy tones in there, some some grassiness. I wouldn't really say there's any citrus flavors on the nose. Um you know, thinking back to that little pentagram I just looked at for for Obertop, you know, I think tropical fruit is on there, and definitely a lot of a lot of floral notes. I'm excited to try this. Uh, Nelson Savion is a, definitely an underutilized hop in a lot of New England IPAs, so I'm sure this beer will have an interesting flavor profile, and hopefully, it's good. I drink the beer from the glass, but that's boring. That's good. Ooh yeah, that's more like it. 
pouring a Hudson accent, and so of course I love beer. But how much can the good hold? Eins, zwei, drei, eins, zwei, drei, vier. So yeah, so this is this is a pungent, pungent beer. Um, extremely floral, extremely grassy notes. Sounds like it has everything my beer was missing. Yeah, it even has a little bit of like, like a berry flavor to it. Ooh. Um, so really, this is an interesting. One. This is one that if I was gonna brew that that blueberry pineapple IPA, I would have used Nelson Savion to to kind of accentuate the, the berry flavor of the beer. Um, I do get a little bit of tropical notes, you know, a little bit of a little bit of pineapple, actually. It's funny enough. Um, and I know this because I always have that issue with pineapple, where if it's not enough pineapple, it kind of tastes a little bit extra bitter for me. Uh, do you get any uh, fruit juice burning? No fruit juice burning. There's no uh, no ju- no hugs or jugs in this. <laughs> were they called hugs or were they called jugs? Fruit juice. Hugs. They were called hugs. Hug jugs. What the fuck is the cat doing? <laughs> It's my, my favorite I've been watching time. it for a while. <laughs> um, no, it, the really, uh, really solid beer. I don't get a lot of, like, I don't get a lot of hot bitterness to it. Like, it's a very smooth drinking beer. The bitterness more comes from the pineapple flavor for me. Um, I've had a beer that tastes like this before, and I'm drawing a blank on on the beer. But it's this is very this is everything I would hope. Like when I go to like taste a hot pellet when I'm brewing beer. This is what I hope the hop pellet tastes like. <laughs> uh, that's this smells and tastes exactly like any any whether it's citra mosaic. This is what a hop pellet smells like before it goes into your beer. That's the best. Sounds way can, super super hoppy. That's the best way I can describe a Nelson Savion flavor. I think is it what you would imagine a hop pellet tastes like is what the hop actually tastes like. Um, super clean, super crisp. Definitely has a nice little bitterness to it. I don't know what else you can say about a New England IPA. You know, I will I will do the T Rex light on it just to make sure <laughs> you are you're gonna be able to got hide that, from a t-rex, t-rex in, got in that beer. glow factor super delicious i am glad i grabbed a four pack of this um you know barclay is not they're not famous for their ipas they're they're well known for their barrel aged stouts it's kind of it's it's his thing um and for the price of the stouts hopefully they're good too <laughs> well, I, I gotta ask, how nope, much? Nope, we're not even gonna bring that up. Oh no! Oh god! Maybe after the show. Uh, maybe, maybe. Pros prod. prod. I think they got they. I think I got had a little bit because mm. I bought. I had to pay half up front, like a, like two years ago. Then I had to pay another half this you know this year, and then when I picked them up, I had to pay uh, like fifty more dollars for them. But I got sixteen bottles, and then another half. That is a lot of bottles. That's a, that's a lot of bottles. bottles. Um, it's a, see, Caitlin, it's an investment. <laughs> Listen, she was the one who encouraged... This was before I was a a, a Barreled Souls uh, Bottle Society member. So uh, she encouraged me to do this. And, I, and honestly, I was supposed to split it with Nick. Um, and then Nick kind of backed out on me. So I don't know if I would have done it if I would have known Nick was not going to go Habsies. Right. We could go Too bad you don't know anybody else in Connecticut who oh. could drink beer. Well, yeah, I'm not going to... Like, these are... I would feel really. I would be super nervous to ship these across the country. Gotcha. Yeah. Just because I'll I only got. Drive them down s- then. Just drive, true. Just make a triangle. <laughs> oh. Um, no, this is really good. Uh, you know, for for being a a bar uh, a barrel aged stout brewery. Yeah. This is a really good IPA. This is better. This is a better IPA than what Barreled Souls is capable of making. Having had Barreled Souls as IPAs, if they're 
if they're as good at their IPAs as they are at their bottled beers, they might they might be better at be, at being a barrel aged brewery. Wow. Than Barreled Souls cuz Barreled Souls IPAs don't stand a, don't hold a candle to this IPA. <laughs> um having said that, I am going to give this beer a four and a half. I think it is an incredible drinking beer. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, it's it's delicious. This is this is on par with any any IPA I've had from anywhere. Uh whether it be, you know, Treehouse or, you know, Barclays contract brewing uh partner abomination this is right up there with all of them this is this is excellent good job brian um great job so yeah four and a half for me wow okay <clears throat> i think wow. if it was i think that if this was like a citra or a galaxy straight ipa this would easily be a 475 wow holy cow high praise um what do you think the other and you can't check it in unfortunately so i don't even know if this is going to count Honestly, uh, 669 people think of this beer. Ooh, nice. Can't check it in, so I, I guess it doesn't matter. So just I guess whoever's in the lead right now just gets a tally mark. <laughs> I can't believe that this has more check-ins than Obert's beer. Yeah, because mm. this is like a this is like a new it's a new beer. I mean, it's not it's not that old. Um, I think it's gonna be high. How high? That is the question. I think. To play it safe, I'm going to guess in the four threes, I'm going to go with 4.31. That is incorrect. And you're off by quite a bit, actually. Really? 4.07. Oh, wow. 4.07. Yes. Damn. I was, I, you said 4.5, and I was like, ooh, I got a chance. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, I mean, 4.07, not a bad rating, of course. But I mean, like, no, it's not a bad rating at all. I think, I mean, maybe some people don't like the Nelson Savion hmm. flavor. I think that this is, you know, I think, it, like I said, I think this is a very underutilized hop in the beer world. Nobody nobody uses Nelson. Very, very rarely do you see it. Very rarely. Well, th- and this is a one in an ongoing series of single hop right. beers, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so they have, there's, this is the fourth of the vibration yeah. series and there's a citra galaxy and a racal and uh the citra is a 4.14 but the rest are all around what you checked in so or they're all around that that 4.0 four. average interesting i mean you know they are yeah. very like like i said they're very basic style ipas but this is a very well done ipa um I, maybe I'm just a big fan of Nelson, and I just discovered this today on you know in July of 2022 that Nelson <laughs> is one of my favorites. I will keep an eye out though because you know they still have not done Mosaic, which is another one of my favorite hops. So I am curious to know what that one will taste like. Unfortunately, I don't think I'll be able to age this and taste them side by right. side. That's the trouble with IPAs. But overall, good good beer. There we go. Yeah. Well, before we move on to handles, um, I did want to bring back an ancient segment of ours, and that is, um, what is the news? Oh, my goodness. Uh, uh, I don't know if it is what is the news, but uh, I have some news to share. Uh-oh. Not what is the news. That was where we guessed which was real and which wasn't. But. And uh, it's sad news, actually. Uh, the headline of this article reads, the Chaco Taco is gone for good. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but um, yes, that's a very fitting. Yes, I have heard of this. Uh, I've yeah. not heard of this. Oh, I've heard yeah. of the Choco Taco, but I've ne- I did not hear it yeah. was gone. Yep. But uh, the article from CNN Hello, Business reads: Taco Pour one out for Choco Taco. The beloved Klondike product, packaged ice cream <laughs> in a taco-shaped cone, has been discontinued. Over the past two years, we've experienced an unprecedented spike in demand across our portfolio, and have had to make very tough decisions 
to ensure availability of our full portfolio nationwide. But why would they get rid of the Choco Taco out of, out of everything? I don't know. It says that you can still find them before places run out. So um, Stock you know, up. Like we collect go now. Items. Go buy a Choco Taco. You know, I mean, somebody's going to make a knockoff Choco Taco, right? It, yeah, that's Red is already is linking to like the knockoff Choco Taco, and I think Choco Taco used to be better back in the day. I think like now the um, the shell's a little soft. It used to be a little crispier, mm-hmm. in my opinion. But um, sad, sad to see the Choco Taco go. Yeah, you know, I I deliberately link this because this was broke to me uh, via uh, Discord, I believe, and I I link this um, in conjunction with me growing up. Um, because mm. when I was young, that was like my go-to, my go-to, I, the ding, 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 like boom, Choco Taco, please. Thank you did very you, much. Did you forget the word for ice cream truck? No, I mean, I was, I was, I was playing it out. I was painting you a word picture. So yeah, we were, uh, we were all imagining little tiny Chris <laughs> yeah. running out, uh, to the ice cream like, truck. But the best part my... is, is we live on the same road. I don't, I don't remember an ice cream truck. Here's my $2. I spent a lot of time uh, near ice cream trucks. I was a big enthusiast when I was younger. Um, <laughs> and then, like, and then I grew up, and I didn't go to ice cream trucks anymore. And now, a short 20 years later, they're gone. They're just gone. Yeah. Uh, no. I mean, I, I, Chaco Tacos, definitely my favorite from the ice cream truck. And um, But, yeah, I guess I take the blame. I take the blame on this one. This is this one's on me, guys. So you could this have single-handedly kept the Choco Taco around. I could have. I could have. Uh, I love those things. They're so good. God so, damn, Klondike. I am reading an article right now, and apparently, years ago, they removed the fudge strip out of the middle of the Choco Taco. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've had yeah. one since they got rid of the fudge strip. How I many gotta years say, ago? I don't know. If, I think if I had one without a fudge strip, I think I would feel jipped. Pretty, yeah, that that's... Because it's kind of half. That's probably why the taco is soggy. Because there's no fudge to absorb all the good, the goodness. Yeah, probably. I think that's how that works. My well, choco Klondike, taco never story. Mind, never mind. That's on you then, Klondike. I, yeah, I, 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 it's your fault. It's your fault now. You made it bad. <laughs> My choco taco story is uh, in college. There was a a dining hall that would do like Mexican night, and they would have choco tacos in like the ice cream freezer mm. and so we would it was like once a month so it was like a big deal so we went once and we took like a box of choco tacos and put them in our little dorm mini fridge like freezer <laughs> section you know like the little freezer yeah. section yeah. of the mini fridge we put them in there and like it was not cold enough <laughs> so so like we we went you know we ate, ate them for a little bit but after a while they just turned into like a block of ice and then <laughs> melted and refrozen a dozen times. And um, I think that was the last time I ate a Choco Taco. So I think I'm also, I think all three of us bear responsibility for the Choco Taco disappearing. No, 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 no. I, I give this full to Klondike now. Now that I know that they got rid of the fudge strip, that's, that's just, that's a rookie move. It's on them. It's on them. It really is. Setting no, the Choco Taco. No wonder it doesn't failure. sell as yeah. No wonder it doesn't sell as good anymore. I mean, you got rid of ninety nine percent of the, the reason that you got a Choco Taco. Dang. Yeah. Now, Obert, when you went to, <sighs> to college, but or when we at the college, Chris and I went to the the dining hall got really pissed when he tried to take food out of said dining hall. Yeah. Oh, for oh real. yeah. And like like would like chase you out of the building. If they saw you, like, walk out with, like, even, like, half of a sandwich. And it's like, well, I'm not going to do anything with this half a sandwich. I'm going to eat it. <laughs> Maybe just, eat it. I'm just yeah. going to eat it as I walk because I got to go to class. 
Um, did was was your college the same way where they did not they frowned oh, upon yeah. you bringing food out of the dining room? Well, half the fun I believe was the thrill of the heist, honestly, of taking out the ice cream. And a separate incident that I was tangentially related to, but not the main culprit of. I think the statute of limitations are up. But someone, <laughs> one of my friends took the, um, you know, like the big ice cream tubs. Yeah. The, like, I yeah. don't know how big those are. Probably like five gallons yeah, yeah, yeah. or like three or five gallon ice cream containers. How? <laughs> we snuck one of those out. <laughs> I think it involved distracting of the person who like <laughs> lets people in the security you know guard I mean? like the person well like we had a student who would like swipe your id for the meal plan right and they were the, the door they were the bouncer basically and so someone went over and distracted them while somebody else just yoinked a big tub of ice cream and like that's not gonna keep so that just turned <laughs> into an ice cream party right like it was just get as many friends as you could to eat all of this ice cream. <laughs> That's just, so. I remember we had to take like cups and like, like wraps would like fit into the cups, like half a wrap. So like you had to like put like half a wrap in one cup and half a wrap in the other cup. And they allowed you to walk out with beverages. Like okay. they didn't allow you to walk out with food. stupidest, stupidest rules I've ever seen in my entire life. It's just dumb. Like why can't I take? But a so why didn't you just eat the sa- Why didn't you eat the sandwich at your meal? Well, because like sometimes like so like I would just walk by. Eastern had one dining hall. Yeah. So okay. you just walk by as you were going to class, and you just kind of stop in to get some food. But you might not have time to, like, get the food, sit down, and, like, eat it. You'd have time to get the food and, like, leave. But for some reason, they didn't like the fact that you were leaving with said food. So they got pissed at you for that. Right. So you had your work around. You had your paper cup with a wrap in it. That or, like, half the year was apparently it's cold during college season. So, like, I would just hide the food underneath my jacket. Right. Right. Yeah. Ice cream didn't work too well. <laughs> no. No. But, uh, yeah, I, I <laughs> distinctly remember stealing ice cream a couple times. <laughs> but it's always a good time taking food when you're not allowed to. I don't know. It just made it taste that much better, you know? Oh, yeah. Definitely better. Yeah. Stolen food just has that extra sweetness. And that's Obert's handle, stolen food. That's uh, Steal some food, folks. <laughs> this is my handle. Go to the grocery store. Go to self-checkout. I don't know if it's organic. They uh, just put in the code for bananas. It doesn't matter what the produce is. They're not going to know. <laughs> just put in bananas. All of our listeners are going to get arrested now. <laughs> the people monitoring don't care that much. You know, don't, you got to be smart about it. Be smart about what you steal through self-checkout lines. Right. That's fine. <laughs> now we're going to be kicked off of podcast apps everywhere. Now the internet's going to, is going to uh, not let us on anymore. Okay, but speaking of handles, it is that time. Uh, Chris, man of people this week, his first tally on the remodeled, the remodeled bar, board, no, pardon our mess. Well, I mean, Unfortunately, I there's no board. Technically second, but okay. There we go. Um, Chris, honk, 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 honk. Thank you, thank you. Uh, it's been a while, I feel like, since we've had uh, some honks for, for Chris. It has been. I feel like I've, I've, been, I've been in a honk drought since this new, this new yeah. whiteboard showed up. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully this can uh, turn that around. I thought I left it wide open for you, too. I, I thought you did, too. Yeah. I thought it was a done deal. Hey, they can't all be winners, but uh, you are a winner this week, Chris. And we're going to get that frosty mug out of the freezer, fill it with wisdomy wisdom, wisdom uh, mm-hmm. hacks, advice, Things we like slash love, etc. Uh, all the good things. But first, Jordan, 
take it away. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Mug of wisdom. Check him out at Wreck My Podcast. It's a good show. You should listen to it and enjoy it uh, like we do. But Chris, you are the man of the people this week. Here's that frosty mug. Who's going first? I am going to let Tud go first. My handle this week is Greebles. (laughs) What are Greebles, Tud? No idea. No, my (laughs) (laughs) handle. Greebles are when... Uh, your cat sees something that you can't. Oh. Yeah, when there's like they're staring at the wall or like in a spot in space, and uh, there's nothing there, but the cat the cat knows what's there. <laughs> That's a creeple. You know what? My handle this week is actually going to be some music. I think that that's a good... We don't do many music handles. No, no we don't. So I've recently been on a uh, a little bit of a jam band kick. So, you know, I'll just start off normally and just... You know, my handle this week will be The Grateful Dead. Uh, if you're ever just kind of sitting around, just kind of wanting to listen to some jam music and just... I, I picture it as, like, good summer music. Just because it's just, you know, some nice, calm music with some good guitar playing over the top um fits perfectly with just sitting outside drinking a beer or sitting outside and sitting by a pool or doing anything that's just outside it's just kind of relaxing and calm so my my handle would be jam music but in particular the grateful dead and or fish with okay a pH. hang on so now you're doing a second band <laughs> well, those are two those are two jam bands fish and the grateful dead oh so your your handle is just jam bands in general Yes, correct, correct. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, because I'm like, I don't know, Grateful Dead that's like making, like, Led Zeppelin a handle. Like, everybody knows Grateful Dead, but I could see just, like, you want to relax, listen to some summer jams, jam bands. Right, and I feel like a lot of people, you know, you either love the Grateful Dead or you hate the Grateful Dead for the most part. I think that's generally how I've seen people's reaction to the Grateful Dead. And in all honesty, I used to fall in the camp of not really liking the grateful dead either but i think if you tried to listen to it when the sun's out and it's a little bit hot and you put it on and you're just like all right like this blends in very well with the atmosphere that i'm in you know their their music's all you know peace love and music so just go out in the sun and listen to a little bit of peace love and music yeah they were a band i hadn't really been exposed to much because it's like you can find them on the radio all that easily right so uh except they do have like a sirius xm channel they do so one time i had a rental car and i was like you know what i'm gonna find out if i like the grateful dead and i came back with like todd's reaction where i'm like they're okay (laughs) yeah i've been i've been on i've been on a a little bit of a a grateful dead kick ever since i found out that so dead and company is a touring band that uh is basically every living member of the grateful dead plus john mayer sings and plays you know the jerry garcia role Hmm. and so that was pretty cool when i found that out because that just came up randomly on a fish radio station and i was trying to get caught up because i wanted to go to a fish concert and so i was like wow this is interesting so then i went down the grateful dead rabbit hole and now my handle is jam music nice yeah so i'm gonna give the mug off to whoever chris thinks should get the mug next 
Oh right, yeah. He's not. Right. He's not used to this. It's been so long since he's <laughs> had a check mark. I forgot how it goes. Okay. Um, I think I know. I'll go next because I actually have a handle. I actually have like it's like a combo pack handle. Okay. Um, recently, I was able to talk my kid into letting me watch a movie that I really wanted to see, um, and its sequel, <laughs> uh, which are both. Um, kid related they're they're for kids um but also for people that grew up in our age bracket as well and that's the sonic movies the new sonic movies that came out sonic the hedgehog and sonic the hedgehog 2 um we oh, that sonic that sonic yeah yeah not the dad yeah, not the seattle supersonics uh, <laughs> or the or the, the fast food sonic no or that right. one definitely not that one uh, but Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, it's there's like, been it's two... like Good Burger, but about Sonic the place. Yeah. Welcome to Sonic, home of the Sonic. Supersonics. <laughs> we got golden rings. Can I take your order? <laughs> um, but they're, they're, you know, I, I'd heard many different uh, opinions about them going back and forth. Um, for those of you that don't know, there was like a huge conspiracy, like not conspiracy, a huge uh, like pushback because the original Sonic they made was like creepy as all get out um, and people pushed back and they actually remade it under a new model and stuff like that. Um, so, I mean, the movies aren't by any, well, the new, the Sonic 2 came out, I think last year or maybe earlier this year. Sonic the Hedgehog, the first one came out a couple years ago uh, in true me fashion. I haven't seen it until recently, um, but I actually like really I, I enjoyed them. I thought they were pretty I didn't even good. Even though they made a Sonic movie, to be perfectly honest, you didn't really. No. Oh man, yeah, they're on Paramount Plus. If you guys are inter- if you guys have it and are interested in watching them, um, but if you played Sonic as a kid, by the way, Sonic the Hedgehog two came out in twenty twenty two, so that's a new movie. Yeah, I did it. Mr. Movie of the People. Uh, that's what they call me. <laughs> I like how Chris is award- patting himself on the back for watching a new movie. <laughs> oh man! Uh, but I will say they were they were very good. If you grew up playing Sonic, um, you'll get some kicks out of it because there are some throwbacks. Uh, the story, I mean, it's it, it is a kids movie, but um, you know, uh, Jim Carrey plays Doctor Robotnik, which he does a very good job playing. And um, the second movie, I thought, I mean, they were both really, they, they were both good. I enjoyed them both. Um, I was going to say, I was like, the second movie was better. I don't know if it was. They were pretty even, I, in my in my opinion. But if you enjoy Sonic, if you um, played it as a kid, or if you have kids that you want to, you know, share it with or whatever, it's, it's a really, really good set of movies to check out. And now it is exclusively being played on my TV. So... <laughs> Nonstop. 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 Like, I, it finally got, like, because I wanted to watch them, but CJ was watching everything else. I was like, let's watch, can we just watch these movies? And then for, uh, for like, a week, he was like, I only want to watch the first Sonic movie. I don't like the second one. And I was like, but that's the one I, I want to watch that one now. <laughs> but now we've made it through them both. He loves Sonic 2. He pretends he's Sonic all the time. Oh, my kid. I'm sure he does a very good Sonic impression. <laughs> Just running all over the place like crazy person. Yeah, yeah. So my kid, sorry, tangent. Uh, my kid has his own tablet, right? Like we, like every kid these days. Um, and he has started making, like making, like recording videos of him acting like Sonic and like being Sonic. And like he's like, I did the whole Sonic movie, or I did the whole Pokemon movie. And I was like, Are you fucking kidding? This kid is 
four and a half. He's already becoming a YouTube sensation or whatever. I'm like, this is ridiculous. But Hollywood's youngest director coming in hot. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. He'll be like, Daddy, look. And he'll play it. It's like, cool, 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 bud. <laughs> but anyways, um, check out Sonic, the Sonic movies. They're on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, so you don't need any kind of weird app to tell you where to find them. Um, if you guys, if you guys are interested in watching, them. They're, I, I enjoyed them. They're pretty good. Very nice. There you go, Obert. What you got? I'll follow in Ted's footsteps with a musician this week. Wait, I go back. I'll do. I'll do, <laughs> I'll do music too. No. You know, I thought about jumping in and just taking the frosty mug, but uh, I think Sonic and Sonic Two were good handles, so. It all works out. And, uh, you know, it's just a a Sonic sandwich with some music bread. (laughs) Um, I think, yeah, so this week I'm going to put over a band. I think I talked about it a little bit last week that I saw the Under the Big Sky Fest, and that is Shaky Graves. No, it's the I Love Love Beer Guy. I Love Beer Guy. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No, Shaky Graves, he did an awesome job, and he was one of the musicians I was most excited to see. Uh, before just listening to his stuff on Spotify, I think he has a tremendous voice. Um, great, great songs. Uh, just, you know, like very catchy melodies. Uh, I feel like describing music is like me describing New England IPAs where I'm just like, I don't know. It's good, man. Just check it out. But uh, Shaky Graves, I'll put a link to like his most popular song. You could just click on that in the show notes, and that that'll give you a much better idea of what he sounds like than anything I could tell you from here on out. So just click that instead. He makes bones bones rattle. Yeah. Nobody, nobody got the joke. And with that, it's time. And with <laughs> we that, just moved the, on from shaky. That. Yeah, yes, shaky graves, rattling bones. We get it. The skeletons have no money. Bones are their money. So with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. We'd like to thank the brewers who provided today's beers. I will thank Barclays Brewing Company for their Vibrations, the Nelson Savion version. I would like to thank Sugar Creek Brewing Company for their High Creek Fruit Punch Sour Ale. And I want to thank Yurisco for the He Left Us. Please make sure you head over to social media and follow us everywhere at DAWF Podcast. Also make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Please make sure you head over to Discord and join the live conversation with fans over there. And head over to Patreon, where for as little as a dollar a month, you can get extra episodes of Drinking Alone with Friends. Next week, we will be recording another episode of the pregame. So make sure you subscribe this week and get caught up on all those episodes over there. So next week, you can jump right in with a brand new episode. Also, I like I like how you're... You're shaming Chris before we've even recorded the pregame to get it out on time. I like this is a new level, a new level of Chris shaming. Expectations. Um, <laughs> or alternatively, if you don't feel like giving us money, you cheap bastards, uh, head over to any podcast app that and leave us a five-star rating and a review. So uh, now you can leave five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Spotify or wherever else you get podcasts. It seems like every podcast app now uh, – allows you to leave ratings so go to every single one of them leave us a rating everywhere else or alternatively just tell you know, people when you're sitting at a brewery and you're kind of feeling buzzed like hey you know a good podcast drinking alone with friends that'll help us a lot too and with that thank you for listening my name's Todd. my name's chris and i'm obert and remember if you're drinking alone do it with friends so i hope i win next year well yeah are you gonna wait till next year or find a new homebrew competition to enter. Make that brownie IPA. Yeah. First of its kind. A 
so nervous. What do you use for hops in a brownie idea? Fudge. You just, yeah, you just, you just pelletize brownie. Use those yeah. hops. Chocolate chips. Chocolate chips. There you go. It's <laughs> a good idea. It's a good idea. Uh, I'm sure there's, there's got to be good hops that work with, with brownies. You're giving away all the secrets. This is gonna be the yeah. winner. Someone, your watermelon, watermelon beers overlord or whatever is 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 listening to the podcast. Uh, they're like, oh man, that's a good idea. Next year we're gonna win because I cheated.